Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the show where we're going to talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. It's a Pokemon Don't show that everybody loves. <laughs> <sighs> I am your host, Brody Curious. Jeez. <laughs> Joined by co-host, Odin. <laughs> <laughs> Joined by co-host Matthew McConaughey all right, and, all right. and um, the Mad Titan himself, Thanos. Yep, you got Brody Curious, Matthew McConaughey, and Thanos. What a roster! I got me a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Riley and Odin, they all got snapped by my fucking Infinity Gauntlet. They're gone. All done. <laughs> I need yeah. to, like, post this episode on Twitter and tag fucking Matthew McConaughey and they fucking Josh Brolin. They got sucked up into some kind of vortex. Alright, so yeah, Odin's gonna do that voice the whole time. He's just gonna be Matthew McConaughey forever. Alright, alright. Alright, alright, alright. And I, Brony Curious, will now Fuck transition the show. Let's start the show, come on. Yeah, I, I Brony Curious, I'm going to now transition the show into the what we've been doing in Pokemon segment. <laughs> hey, I committed to this, I, I committed to the King Sobble bit for a whole episode. I can commit to fucking Brony Curious. <clears throat> what have you been doing in Pokemon this week, uh, Thanos? When was Thanos here? Damn. <laughs> what have you been doing in Pokemon this week, Matthew McConaughey? I hatched me some shiny Pokemon. <laughs> this is what happens when Penguin is in here. We get off on our own fucking <laughs> bullshit. Shyness everywhere. We should really restart. <laughs> of course we shouldn't. You get any cool new Gigantamaxes? I did get a shiny Gigantamax uh, all creamy cotton a love ball from a uh, friend of mine. Fun, fun. Oh yeah, and I uh trying to think what else. <laughs> I, honestly, that's about it, Pokemon-wise, for me. I mean, I've been playing Pokemon Masters. I got my uh, player character in Solgaleo Sync Pair. Um, level-wise, they're completely maxed out. The level cap is level 120. So I need, I need a shit ton of the uh, experience card things to get my character leveled up. Uh. I see. But uh that and playing Pokemon Go. I mean they announced oh, at the uh the Pokemon uh, community day event for January is uh Piplup. Oh shit. Penguin Speaking of penguins. 
No, Penguin's not here. That was just me saying Penguin about the Piplop. <laughs> penguin yeah. fell asleep. Penguin's dead. Or penguin. Anyway, so yeah, it's pretty much me and Pokemon. Odin, Pokemon, what you do <clears throat> in, in well, the game? <clears throat> lately, I uh, see here, I download the new update for Pokemon Sword. Um... I haven't gone to get my Galar Slowpoke yet because I don't care <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> um, I've been focusing still breeding shinies and whatnot. I bred a shiny phantom. Yep, a shiny phantom and 130 eggs here just today. And um, I am retrying to breed for my shiny Larvitar, and I am currently still... Um, currently sitting at 1,350 eggs hatched. And let me tell you, it is one grind, and it is obnoxious. Left off uh, at twelve at 1,230 eggs, and I've done 120 eggs so far today. Nice, nice. You can count that as 250 eggs that I've hatched today so far. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, yeah. That's literally all I've done in Pokemon. Absolutely all. All right. As for me, I have played mostly the only Pokemon thing I've done this week. This is the first time I mentioned it on Variety Hour because I got the game right after we did Variety Hour. I have Pokemon Shield now. Yay. Too bad you didn't get Sword. You don't get Clara. You get Avery. Uh, who cares? Shield's a better version. Um, so... <laughs> I am four badges into this game. Oh, nice. It's been fine, I guess. It's a Pokemon game. That's fair. I mean, I know a lot of people who say you play one Pokemon game, you've played them all. Just slightly different storylines and different mons. I mean, I don't think that applies for all of them, but this one it's kind of just like, oh, it's a Pokemon game with a new coat of paint because it's on a better console. Fair enough. Also, the Switch in portable mode looks fucking bad. Eh. Just wait for the Switch Pro. Why do they all have blue outlines? I don't know. What do you mean by blue outlines? They played a cutscene and all the characters had blue outlines. Oh. That's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> but yeah, Pokemon Shield, I started my journey. I will tell you the squad, the boys, after I get through this animation of being challenged by Bead. I mean, I'm not <laughs> playing a game on a podcast. What? Never. You wouldn't do such a thing. It's not that you complain about it when it happens. When I mean, I'll never be able to stop you, so you know the phrase is, if you can't beat them, join them. I mean, it's not like I'm playing Pokemon. I mean, I'll probably stop after this fight. I just wanted to see if my Switch was fine in portable what? mode, and it's not. It looks stupid. Um, you look stupid. I've got Cinderace named Flambino. 
a Vigavolt named Zippa, a Sigilyph named Rayal, a Pangoro named Yogi, an Alchemy named Sweetie Pie, and a Flapple named Flapdrake. Well. That is the squad, the boys. You should have named it Flapjack. Yeah, that's a pretty good name. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it's like I can't lie there. That's pretty solid. <laughs> but it's a top tier name, my friend. Congratulations. Yeah, I won. You did it. You won the prize. The prize is um not dying. Congratulations. Oh man. The stakes were high. <laughs> They're pretty high. That was sarcasm. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I just, I realized it after I said it, and I was like, oh, God. I just said that it wouldn't be bad if you died. Oh, God. What have I said? No, I meant, the go- I meant you dying, not me dying. Oh. Oh. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> Am I the only one that didn't know how to uh, the, the the fucking hat Pokemon were a three line? I thought it was a two line. <laughs> like, what is the name of the last one? The Hatterina or whatever? Hatterene? Hatterene. Yeah, I thought that was a two Pokemon line. I just saw the middle form. I was like, oh, that exists. Thing is like Hat uh Hatena uh, uh Hat Uh Hat. it's ha- it's it's Hatrim and then Hatterene. Uh-huh. <laughs> Quick Cerebi look up, let's go. Score oh, I see, I see. Yes, you do. But yeah, that's Pokemon Shield. I did it. I got the game. I've been playing the game. And I'm going to beat the game. And then we're going to do something. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, people, for when I beat the game. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. I have not tried... Uh, Well, I guess we'll get to that later. So I'm not going to mention that. But... Yep, that's it for me, which means it's time to move into the topic. So we will be right back. God damn it. That's what I get for mocking his show. Well. Um. Our topic is how tired I am, but also the Pokemon Direct, January 2020. Yes. So, Jinji, tell us about the Pokemon Direct, January 2020. It's your show, buddy. Shouldn't you be talking about it? Wink. 
you see, I already said you talk about it, so it's better if you just do the thing instead of having an argument on recording. You's a lazy bitch, but you are. Oh, snap! Anyway, first Rude. thing that I figured I'd get out of the way is that they announced a uh, remake. Mystery Dungeon Remake! Can I explain myself before I'm rudely cut off? No, because you told me I was lazy, so now I have to do it. Jesus. Okay, take over then. Uh, I will. Okay, just to repeat myself for anybody who didn't hear me. Mystery Dungeon Remake! <laughs> God. They're doing the first Mystery Dungeon. Yo, did they just fucking delete Bead? Sad. So, Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team, the rescue teams, the teams of rescue are getting a remake. HG remastered. It's going to be Mega Evolution in it for some reason. It's all crazy and wild and stuff. So, what do you guys think about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX? I love the look of it. I think the concept is nice. We I, uh, need a mystery never... dungeon on the Switch, and we got it, and it's good. I was never a mystery dungeon. Have you ever played a mystery dungeon, Odin? Yep. I think the uh, only one that I haven't played was... Uh... <sighs> it was the last one. Uh, Super Mystery Dungeon? Yeah. Yeah, I played that, and I hated it. Like, the biggest <laughs> gripe I had with Super Mystery Dungeon is that literally you do one mission, and then boom, you get stuck with the level 50 Salamance in the very beginning. I thought it was level 30. Some, something ridiculous. You get a Salamance without really struggling for it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I couldn't really get into them. I, I I played them because I could, and I had them available to me. But they I I just didn't really care for them. Too. Well, you should care for them because they're great. I'll care for them if they bring out an event Pokemon for it. They so can move over to uh. Uh, that you can move over to Sword and Shield. Yeah, we'll have to. You're lame, Mr. Dungeon. All right. Well, what else is uh come? What else was uh talked about? And uh, besides Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, we also got other shit. Like. Okay, don't patronize me. Are you actually? But do, pa- but do patronize me at patreon.com slash Riley. Ah, ah, <laughs> shameless plug. Are you actually doing <laughs> it, Riley? What do you mean, am I actually doing it? Are you pulling up the details for the direct? No. Well, you interrupt me if you I want start me what do you think this is, a or... professional podcast? I would at least like to think you would pull your weight, but 
regardless, are you gonna are you gonna interrupt me if I read off? I was about to talk about the direct. I remember what happened to the fucking direct, Genji. It was two days ago. Okay, take over your show. Okay, so yeah, the big thing that got announced, the big thing that everybody's all like, "Wow, holy shit, it's big, big." They either hate it or they love it or they. Third, somewhere in between. That's usually how things work, isn't it? Uh huh. Uh. They announced DLC, downloadable content, expansion passes, two expansion DLC contents. The, the DLC expansion content is like the Isle of Armor, which adds the Isle of Armor and also new characters and new Pokemon and old Pokemon. Old Pokemon are coming back. 200 of them. Not all of them, though. So it's still a problem. Well, that's 200 more that we didn't have. <clears throat> Actually, uh, each of the DLCs for the uh, Isle Isle of Armor and the uh, Crown uh, the Crown Tundra. Oh, didn't uh, you spoil the Crown Tundra? I didn't get there yet. Oh well, you know what? It's okay. But both of them have a hundred <laughs> plus Pokemon. It's a hundred plus, not just a hundred. That and. If we're talking overall about the DLC packs, I think it's important to note that none of these Pokemon are locked behind a paywall. Yeah. There are going to be free content updates. So for those of you who do not purchase the DLC packs, if you have those corresponding Pokemon sitting in Pokemon Home, you can still bring them forward. Or if uh, you get traded them to you from like a exactly. uh, surprise trade. Or from your friends who own the DLC, or anyone who does. So you're not limited to having to buy the DLC in order to use them. You can still use them, you just can't go out in the wild and catch them yourself. Right. So really with the DLC, you're you're getting the areas, you're getting the new characters, you're getting outfits. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Um... But yeah, there's also the Crown Tundra, which is a more snowy place, and it adds more Pokemon and more shit. So much good shit. I'm actually really excited for this. More excited than I was for the actual game, in fact. Alright, this is gonna be the main meat of the episode, but I'm stupid and can't start a discussion, so I'm gonna try to make you guys do it. What do you guys think about the Sword and Shield Expansion Pass DLC? Genji, would you like to go first? Do you want me to? Well, I suppose in the same regard, as far as add-on content, some people are saying $30 is... Essentially, you get both of the uh, the DLC packs. Uh, brain, Brain, do the thing. Please. The uh, the, Island Island Island. And the, the the Crown Tundra. 
um, you, you get both of those DLC packs for 30 bucks. I mean, to be fair, not to contradict myself a long time ago, we definitely did a DLC debate on Pixels. And I feel like I took a hard stance that new content shouldn't come from DLC and that you should finish all your content before you put the game out. And, and my, my, my rebuttal to, to that whole thing is that, for example, the latest games that we had, minus Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, I'm talking Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, technically we've had extra content in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Besides that new stuff, exactly. Oh, and yeah, they definitely should have finished Sun and Moon instead of just putting out another Sun and Moon to rake in more cash. They definitely should have finished Sun and Moon instead of doing that. That's essentially DLC that charges more than what the DLC that for the Isle of Armor and the Crown Crown Tundra. Like, I'm excited about this DLC because it's like, there's no way I can stop it. There's no way I can be like, hey, go back in time and put this in the game before you put it out and actually finish your game. But... I think my stance on DLC, for the most part, is if you have content for a game, put it all in there before you release the fucking game. Don't charge extra money for it and make you download it. The way I see it with DLC, they could have come up with ideas post-launch of the game that they wanted to put into said game instead of saving those ideas for a new one. So that's where I like DLC, but specifically with these... Both areas of the armor and tundra, they're set up while, like the wild area. I yeah, I'm not like super opposed to it. Like I'm usually opposed to DLC, but this DLC is cool enough that I don't really care, and I'm really excited about it. And I figured after we we get our, I know we're gonna talk about all the new Pokemon after this, but Odin, what what do you think? Well, so. I'm not against the uh, whole DLC aspect of the game, uh, of adding them to it. I do like the fact that they introduced DLC to uh, Sword and Shield as opposed to making um, sequels. I feel like the sequel pattern to video games is not a good path to take unless you plan on drastically changing storyline and improving uh, mechanics and adding a lot more new Pokemon into it. Um, I think one of the bigger issues that I know a lot of people are having is that everyone is thinking that cool, so Nintendo gave, Pokemon gave us a uh, video game that only has 400 Pokemon in it and now in order for us to go out and catch them ourselves, uh, go out and catch these new Pokemon from the DLC ourselves, we now have to pay to get it where they are correct if you want to go out yourself and catch them the way you want to and not rely on somebody else or surprise trades you do have to pay uh thirty dollars it's 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 not a bad thing because they're offering more than just a hundred plus more pokemon we're talking uh a mass amounts of items that you get into the game. There's, I think there's like, what, like 100 plus or like more than 100 new like customization items that you're going to be getting. Uh, you get the option of uh, starting to get uh, apricorns so that you can make the uh, apricorn balls from the Johto. Um, you get to uh, new, uh, new special move tutors. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new stuff. Plus, uh, when you get down to uh, Crown of uh, Crown of Tundra, 
you get a brand new co-op player mode. So, I mean, honestly, it's not bad. You're paying for con for a lot of content. You don't have to, uh, like I said, you don't have to pay for it to get the Pokemon. But if you want to go out and capture capture them yourself and get all the items, you need to own the DLC. It's kind of an EA step for Pokemon, but I don't think they're really trying to go that way because you're actually getting a lot it's... of content for that $30. Okay. Like a bunch. So I might be really happy for this DLC in particular. Very excited to get it. But I think this sort of thing in general is a step in the wrong direction. It's a really bad precedent. Because it kind of just sets the sets the framework now that's like, oh, we don't have to waste time putting all the Pokemon in. We can just add them six months later in DLC. See, I, I just, I really do enjoy what they're doing because this is what they're doing. They're controlling, like, I'm going to look at this as more of a, a VGC standpoint. Uh, they're controlling meta and the amount of Pokemon that go into the game. So instead of overwhelming everybody early on in the game with a whole bunch of different Pokemon to work, work in with strategies and whatnot, they are giving you bits and pieces of the Pokemon to work through and decide strategies with instead of having to like rack your brain over hunt over several hundreds of Pokemon and how you want to use them competitively. It's, it's giving everybody an opportunity to be on the same table as everyone else. So most typically what we'd have to do for game video, uh, Pokemon games that have a, a national desk is, sorry, there's going to be a train. I live in a horrible neighborhood. Um, but typically, Pokemon games that had a national dex, if you didn't own any of the previous generations and didn't have a way of transferring Pokemon over, you had to rely on all your friends, uh, anyone else who had it, or um, collecting a, uh, a live national dex in like your Pokemon bank so that you can shove into you can shove in there, and then when it comes down to like getting into the game, and uh, you need the Pokedex completed so that you can get the shiny charm and start bringing your shinies in that game or whatever, because that's the new relevant game. You would just transfer all the Pokemon over, get your get the full national decks done, get the shiny charm, and continue on from there. And if you didn't have those options, you were screwed. But now they're giving the Pokemon to you and, and not making you go back to previous generations to get them. They're making them version exclusive so that now it's just as simple as you got friends, trade with them. You got version exclusives, and they got version exclusive. Go for it. So exactly. it's it, it this DLC is good. It is for two for two DLCs that you get for the really simple big math. It's fifteen dollars per DLC. And honestly, if you want it for if you have sword and shield, okay, sixty dollars. For both uh, uh, all together for the sword DLC and the shield DLC pass. That's all you gotta do. And then you have ample amount of stuff that's coming to you. It's just like buy all this cool vanity stuff and then options for like additional storyline for a small price. It's just micro DLC. It's kind of, like I was saying, it's kind of a move, but it's okay because the amount of content coming in it. It's like, mm-hmm. 
the best comparison that I have, the last time I uh, paid $30 for a DLC for a video game and was very unimpressed was Destiny 2 in the beginning really? of year one for uh, Earthmost Cyrus and Warmind. I paid $30 for the DLC from there, and they were so short-lived. Two hours of gameplay, literally, to beat the campaign. Not even that. I beat the Warmind DLC in, like, an hour. And then the to grind for the actual gear didn't actually take that long. Wow. Yeah, it was horrible. But Pokemon is making it different. You got a lot of great stuff coming to you for very little work for just $30. It's like, here, have a bunch of free stuff. Essentially, it's what they're doing. Right. And again, to bring up that last point I did, I've seen a bunch of arguments on fucking on, on Twitter about people bitching in that Pokemon are locked behind paywalls. Again, I'm going to bring up the point. No, no Pokemon are locked behind a paywall. The only way that the Pokemon are locked behind paywall is this, is if very few people buy the DLC and only a few people do. Like if only if only a few people buy the DLC and a whole bunch of the rest of them don't buy it. At that point in time, it can be considered that these Pokemon are locked behind a paywall because a very few percentage of the community bought this DLC and the likelihood of most of them being traded to you through surprise trade or having friends who bought it would then be slim. But the fact that this is Pokemon, people are going to pay $30 for this DLC because they want all the additional stuff that comes with it. There are new versions, new region-specific Pokemon that are coming uh, coming in, regional variants. The three legendary birds are getting regional variants. Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres look bad as, badass as fuck. Fuck, yeah, they do. We're, we're going to be talking Zapdos, about those guys in a bit. Zapdos is hands down. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. It's a fucking Roadrunner. It's literally, literally, it's it's Roadrunner, and it's amazing. It will for, it, it will uh, forever always be my buddy. Zapdos was my favorite bird anyways, and it remains that, even with the Galar variant. But, and they brought, for the win. They're bringing in, and they're bringing in two new legendary Pokemon, and one of the legendary Pokemon evolve and has two different variants. I don't think we've seen that in a and a legendary it's before. It's Cubfu and Urshifu. Yeah, we, we have never seen that in any legendary except for Cosmog. And Cosmog well, was also technically, specific. Technically, I wouldn't consider Solgaleo and Lunala different forms. They're entirely they are, separate Pokemon. But they come from the same base, though, is what I'm saying. The, the, the premise for Cubfu and Cosmog are the same. Depending on the version that you evolved it in, I believe is where is what it gets, or it's you get to choose. You get to choose at least, I think, in a sword and shield. I'm not super sure. I don't think they gave out a lot of the details. I didn't pay attention that hard, but yeah, we're getting two, we're getting uh, so so much new stuff. Well, and plus, then we're getting a lightning Reggie, and we're getting a uh, dragon Reggie. Glorious, and so, even then. Um... They also shown that are technically these forms are exclusive to the uh, to the uh, to to the past, but we have new uh, Gigantamax forms of Venusaur, Blastoise, and our uh, three starters. 
Yeah, Cinderace, Inteleon, and Rillaboom get G-Max. And you're not getting a G-Max version of them. Literally, you go to the Island of Armor, and you go with your original starter Pokemon that you started with, and it gets to gain the G-Max ability. Right. So I had to, that's what I kind of want to know. Cause you, you're right. That's how they said it. But how can you... I wonder if you bring multiple, you know, Inteleon, Cinderaces, or Rillabooms. I'm yeah. guessing... I'm guessing that you can. I'm guessing that um, it's your starter. It's the starter Pokemon for the Galar region. That if you bring in their evolutions, and whether you bred them or not, can get the. Uh, uh, you get to have the. Uh, you get to give them G max. That's what I'm guessing. But honestly, my biggest thing is I'm waiting for them to bring up the hidden ability versions of them. That's all I want. I want Libero Cinderace so badly. It's just a Protean. It's just it's Protean, but for Cinderace. Exactly. What What about you, Riley? You've been moving on from that topic. <laughs> We're still in the middle, dude. No, I don't mean moving on from the topic of the direct. I mean moving on from the topic of me falling asleep. Jesus. Oh. We're on, talking man. overall about the DLC, dude. Your opinion. My opinion. Is that even though I think it sets a bad precedent for the future of how Pokemon development is handled, the DLC itself is looks really cool and I'm really excited for it. That's a very um, I was gonna keep going, Odin. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'm more hyped. Uh, the phrase terminology I've used a lot is I'm more hyped for the DLC than I was for the game itself. The game itself in general, a lot of its development cycle sort of left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I wasn't really excited to play it. Like, I was like, this is obviously on my list of things to play because it's a Pokemon game, but I'm not, like, excited. That's fair. This DLC actually has me excited because it's, like, a brave new frontier. It seems, like, interesting. Like, this DLC is adding new content that's not just, hey, go get eight badges and it's another Pokemon game. This is, like, new, new content. Yeah. I, uh, do you think there's like any kind of like speculations at all that people are going to start making with the uh, Pokemon that they're bringing back? Um, I've heard people say that they perhaps do a third and or f- fourth part and do add the rest of the Pokemon, which I could easily see. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, how about this? Um, so, do you think there's be any uh, speculations on like forms of Pokemon that were in past games uh, returning? Whether it's um, whether it's like regional variant possibilities, just to be able to uh, grab back up, or uh, possibly reintroducing the Mega slash Primal evolutions. I doubt that. Maybe so, Primal. Um, so I can, because I was talking about it and i can really see them bringing back the primal kyogre groudon and uh with rayquaza having it being able to mega evolve just because of the fact that you didn't need a uh a mega keystone to um to mega evolve uh rayquaza and 
Groudon and Kyogre were just primal stones that didn't need to be attached to them. They were just in your uh, key items. Yeah. Um, who Bro, knows, your... really? Go ahead, Jinji. No, I was about to say, uh, after you finish what uh, Odin asked you, I wanted to ask what your thoughts were on the uh, the G-Maxes. Forms that we got of the Galarian starters and our uh, missing Venusaur and Blastoise. Galarian starters are cool. I like them. Um, Kanto starters, as much as I like them, kind of a little too little too late game freak. Like, they should have been in from fucking the word go. The fact that they weren't is fucking stupid. But... I, I do I do agree that they should have been, they should have brought uh Venusaur and Blastoise in the base game like they did with Charizard. Yeah. I think it was very stupid that they're like, oh, the only past starter that can be in is Charizard. That's it, it's the only one. But I don't know. I honestly I like uh I like G Max Venusaur. He's a he's a good candidate. I do it, like G Max Venusaur. I'm I'm uh I was never a really huge fan of Venusaur, but I actually think I like Venusaur's uh Gigantamax better out of the uh Kanto stuff. Right. Not even I, I, don't, I don't know. But we are Charizard, also Charizard looks cool, but eh. We are also uh neglecting to mention that we have Galarian forms. Now granted we hadn't seen the Galarian forms of Slowbro and Slowking yet, besides just body pieces. But we, for as of right now, when you guys are listening to this episode, if you go to the very first town to the, the, the train station, you get to encounter, you have to battle it. It's level 12, so you should have no difficulty. But you, there is a Galarian form of Slowbro, who is a pure psychic type. Huh. And it's heavily, heavily speculated that it is going to be a poison psych or a psychic poison type. Is it speculated by others or just by Colo Two Fifty Four? Others, I've seen it on the internet. Okay. And a little bit of note uh, for you, shiny hunters. Wink. That specific slowpoke at that point in time is shiny locked. But you can easily take that slowpoke and go breed it to get a shiny of the Glorian slowpoke. I heard that it wasn't shiny locked. But in the train it, station, it is shiny locked. But while breeding, it is not. Are you sure it's shiny locked at the train Absolutely station? Sure. It is. They they tried it. They figured it out. It is. Uh, it is shiny locked. Though the other noteworthy thing. Is that you can evolve the Galarian Slowpoke um, into Galarian Slowbro uh, with an item that you find in the Isle of Armor DLC. And then yep. you can evolve that Slowpoke into a Slowking from an item that can be found in the Crown Tundra. So come yep. June, we can get Galarian Slowbro, but we have to wait until fall of 2020 to get the Galarian Slowking. Yeah, someone who prefers Slowking right now, if, the, if that holds true with the Galarian versions, I'm going to be a sad boy waiting until fall. I'm gonna be, I, have a, I have a theory on the uh, Galarian Slowpoke line and its evolution. So there's a theory that kind of going around that's going to be uh, Psychic Poison. 
I really do think that, like how uh, original Slowbro had a thing with Shelter, I think this uh, Slowpoke is going to deal with Marini. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, that's interesting. That is interesting. I like that. Yep. And I almost guarantee you, I I really want to. I really think this is very possible, but I think Slowbro will get Baneful Bunker. That'd be interesting. Ooh. That's just a theory of mine. I don't. I don't think it's like one hundred percent correct at all. There's nothing really backing it. Outside of the fact of uh, the uh, outside of it having a purple highlights on like the tip of its uh, extremities and stuff like that, its appendages, mm -hmm. but that could mean anything. That could be poison. That could be ghost. Uh, that could be dark. That could be anything. But my best yeah, Galarian slowpoke is definitely interesting with its evolutions, but slowpoke itself. Like um, I almost want to, I almost want to call it right now that it's going to be psychic poison and it's going to have something to do with Marini. Quote me. <laughs> I feel like it's going to. Slowpoke himself. I, I did see a meme on Twitter where they um, they were like, "Oh, here's footage of Game Freak designing the new Slowpoke," and it's like a picture of Slowpoke in MS Paint. They color his head yellow. Oh gee. <laughs> um. And that's kind of true. Jeez. They did kind of just take Slowpoke and make his head yellow. They kind of did. I feel like I have to hope that Slowbro and Slowking are going to be better. Hopefully, um, my, my theory of hashtag TimeCrunch Game Freak is right, and they... Um, they already had Slowbro slow and Slowking already and done, but they're like, we need a Slowpoke. And then fucking Papa Nintendo busted down the door and said, hey, the deadline is tomorrow. Get the shit done. So they're like, shit, we have to make a Galarian Slowpoke right now. So they just took Slowpoke and made his head yellow. Yeah. Well, it's really funny because the shiny version of it, it has a yellow, like a golden body, but like a Dijon mustard uh highlights on its head and tail. Christ. It's, it's weird looking. I'm looking at it in Cerebi right now. God. Pretty intense. Intense, bro. Just like when I went camping. It was intense. Band camp. Jeez. <laughs> nah, the pun. It's funny. No. And let alone... Uh, Odin mentioned earlier that we have Galarian forms of Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Hell yeah! I mean, my my gut feeling on them, looking at Articuno, I entirely I I can see either like a Ghost Ice type or a uh, Dark Ice. I see Psychic Ice. Ooh, yeah, even better, Psychic Ice. Zapdos specifically, I get I get Electric Ground feeling. I could see electric ground or electric fighting, and honestly, Moltres. What do you think? With, what do you think? Well, yeah, definitely. I, I, I definitely want to say fire dark. Yeah, fire dark. What would you think, Riley? You've seen you've seen the art for them, right? Uh yeah, they look really awesome. I'm excited for them. Do you have uh, any uh, type guesses? 
Uh, not really. It's just whatever they end up being will probably be cool. All right. All well, right. Uh, I guess one last thing that we can touch upon. Uh, they did confirm that, and obviously we're not going to go through the full 200 list of Pokemon making it in uh, with this DLC content. Where, What's your guys' top three of Pokemon that are confirmed making it back in that has you has you pretty hyped up? I haven't looked at a list, so I don't know. Wait, is it counting legendaries or not counting? Sure, why not? Sure, why not yes or sure, why not no? Yes. Damn it. If you want to, to include them, I mean, right off the bat um, for me, fucking Boss Mouse, Azumarill is back in. Well, absolutely. Um, honestly, oh. uh, my top three, not counting legendaries, because it's legendaries. I, I eh. They're they're cool and all, but what really comes down to it is the regular Pokemon. Um, I'm excited that um, Lycanroc is making its way back in. Um, I am definitely excited that Talonflame is making its way back in. And uh, from what we've been shown, I'm also really excited the fact that uh, Zorark uh, is, is coming back. But the nice thing about it is that Talonflame, Zorark, and Lycanroc are coming in the first DLC. Mm-hmm. So I get mm-hmm. my buddies right away. That and that my boy Garchomp is back. Oh my god, it's gonna be so nice. Earthquake for everybody. I'm gonna name it Oprah. <laughs> so we will never get those simpler times again. Back in Gen 1, when Pokemon first started. It was get your Pokemon to level 100 and teach your fucking Pokemon Earthquake. That was it. That's all you had to fucking do. Now, okay, well, I gotta breed for the earthquake right nature. Earthquake psychic. Gotta get the right ability. Have to make sure it has its hidden ability. Got to put 252 in here, 252 in that. Put it in damage there calculating. so much more to the game than they're using. But that's okay. That just means that it's more skill-based. Exactly. I'm, I am bitterly, bitterly disappointed, and I hope it's just their incarnate forms that are in the game and not fucking Therian. Therian, but the genies are back in. Yeah, fucking Landorus. Yeah, specifically Landorus. I it's like Therian just, Tornadus. It's not even Landorus. It's not even just Landorus. It's Heatran and Terrakian. I'm not excited about those two either. Because Heatran ran a buck. And the fact that Terrakian was such a bulky, high, like high physical damage and moderately fast Pokemon. Oof. Insane. Isn't Terrakian like shitty? Usually, <laughs> no. I feel like he's in a lower tier in Gen Seven. No. What he, tier is he in, in Gen Seven? Uh, he's Unova. He was a five. Um, but no, no. I mean, what competitive tier was he in Gen Seven? Uh, he was uh, he, he was OU. Was he, dude? He, had a, he has a base attack of 129 and a base speed of 108 with 
solid defenses of it of each of them being 90 and 91 hp base competitively that Pokemon was really good he was definitely mid-range speed but solid man really good stuff big boy yes we got Azumarill. We got Garchomp. We got Lando T. Welcome back. We got Tapus. Welcome back to Gen 7 OU, everyone. Exactly. That and, uh, we need to give uh, some goodbye words to Frothmoth because fuck. Volcarona. Uh, Volcarona is back to take its title. Oh, yeah. As most okay. OP Moth. Okay. Um. So Zora gets taken for. gets. Uh, I totally forgot about Volcarona. Volcarona takes Zorark spot. Volcarona is 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 uh is Baymoth, hands down. Oh yeah, big time. If my score isn't back in, I'm gonna delete myself. If if who makes what? If Gliscor doesn't get back in, I'm gonna delete myself. Is that a Mega Man joke? I think that's a Mega Man joke. It's just a suicide joke, but I'm saying it in a nicer way. It's not worth it. Don't do it. <laughs> just, yeah. Just for you, Odin. Just because you specifically told me not to. All right. Anyway, though. DLC, pretty good. Can we talk about how you get to make yourself look like uh, Chairman Rose? Oh, dear God, I forgot and, about that. And Marnie? More like Chairman Hose, am I right, folks? Hey! Hey! But no, seriously, I totally want to walk around dressed in a suit. I think that's going to look really nice. Does it give you stubble on your face? That's oh man, hold on. Let me let me go back and take a look. Does it give you stubble? Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Oh, let's find out. Let's see here. Or right here, new features. It does not give you stubble. Dang it. But Ooh. there is an ice there is an ice cube t-shirt. Hell yeah. You get uh you also get Leon's hat. I want that fucking cape though. Oh dude, what if you could give yourself a cape? Forget the backpack and just put a cape. You look like that crazy guy that walks around I with a bunch wish. of watches underneath his I hate the boys' backpack. There's very few good ones. Anyway, very... though. Yeah. Oh. Was Shaman confirmed to be coming back or no? Yes. Uh, I will look that up right now. But um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. What were you gonna say? I was actually low key trying to figure out if you were still awake or not. But 
I am still awake. You. Uh, Shaman, no, it's confirmed as of right now. Oh, man. Oh, dude, we get Crobat and we're going to get Electivire also. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh, man, we get Metagross. Well, say goodbye to all your fairies. Rip. <laughs> Rip fairies. And a bullet punching Metagross. Anyway, though. To the like overall like final thoughts that I have for the DLC, I think this is Game Freak's like real real first attempt at how they handle DLCs, and I would rather have a main game and then have the next following year essentially be DLC, and then the year after that have a new game come out. Uh huh. Perhaps. I think that's it's not a bad it's not a bad approach by far. But why didn't mm. they have introduced like a lot more cooler fossil Pokemon? Speaking I mean, of fossils, we, we have really, Archon. We don't really know all the Pokemon that they bring out. They just give us a small little snippet if you think about it. Do we know that the Psyduck and Golduck line are coming back in uh, Isle of Armor? Nope. nope. You say do, we no? have a, do we perhaps have a guest dope. who would like to speak of that? Oh, um, so it, it it was more or less of a uh, you had to look at the screenshot. See what what I was implying was did you pull up, do the side up? Oh, um, it's it's not within. Uh, Psyduck's on a date. Yeah, Psyduck's on a date with. Uh, Fuck, give me another Pokemon. Misty. Misty, yeah, there we go. They're on, yeah, they're on, a, they're on a lunch date as friends. Because it's Pokemon and humans. That doesn't make sense. Right. Fuck whatever the, the girl's name from Detective Pikachu and her Psyduck. Oh, yeah. We don't care about her. The, the hot chick? I don't remember her name. Clearly, you don't care about her enough if you don't know her name. Well, I mean. I'm very tired, and the last time I saw Detective Pikachu was when it came out. Oh man, we get, we're getting Walrein back. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Walrein is the best Pokemon. Anyway, though, I think I think that primarily wraps it up, uh, Riley. I guess it does. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to say real quick, I fully tuned into this direct. I turned into this direct during class thinking, okay, I'm just gonna learn what home is. And then it was just, like, everything else. Like, oh shit, DLC, Mystery Dungeon. I thought this was just gonna be about fucking home. Nah. Nah, bruh. Uh. But yeah, that's it. That's the topic. And Penguin went and fell asleep on us, so we don't have a quiz. And I'm not mentally awake enough to do showdowns, so I think we're just going to skip that whole thing. But before we end the show, there's, of course, Gigi's favorite segment, which I will now have him take away. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. All right. Well, I know I have been tossing around the idea that I wanted to 
change up the segment a little bit, but I think I'm going to save that for next week since Riley is so I mean next tired. week is next week is me and Odin Gen too, so week after that. It is? Yeah, I said every other uh-huh, week, boy. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Hell yeah. Can you Make tell? That sound more, more enthusiastic there, Odin. I'm excited. <laughs> but all right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. All right. This Pokemon's sword Pokedex entry states it stands in grasslands watching the sun's descent. This Pokemon has a talent for delivering kicks. And this Pokemon Shield's dex entry states, once a year, on a specific I wonder what generation time, it's in. this Pokemon gathers up out of nowhere with others of its same kind. Who is this Pokemon? Hitmonlee. No. Serena. No. Wishiwashi. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's get a couple uh, more guesses. Repeat the first entry. First entry is it stands in grasslands watching the sun's descent. This Pokemon has a talent for delivering kicks. Mm, Blaziken. No. Did you just uh... Odin? Final guess, buddy. Shut up! I'm tired. <laughs> Hold on. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, oh, shit. Please, 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 please. The Galar Dex isn't fair yet, Jinji. I haven't beaten that. <laughs> Odin, what's your guess, buddy? Bro. That's insane. What is it? I, I feel like I know it. Oh my gosh, guys. The Pokemon of the episode actually somewhat confused Odin. He didn't get it on the first fucking try. What a surprise. <laughs> well, Odin, would you like me to tell you who the Pokemon is? <sighs> I mean, you're going to have to to move this podcast along, but... If... <laughs> oh, Yay, first time. First time in a while I feel that like I've managed to stump. Oh, you guys are going to smack yourself in the face once I tell you. But uh, thank you to our three-year-old correspondent. The Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 874, Stone Journer, the Big Rock Pokemon. <laughs> yes, it is in the RU tier at the moment. Base HP stat is 100, base attack of 125. Base defense of 135. Special attack and special defense are base 20 and speed is 70. Um, since I don't have a lot of knowledge about Stone Journer in particular, the first Smogin set is a focus variant um, with the uh, nature Jolly EV 252 attack, foreign defense 252 in speed. Uh, move Stealth Rock, Stone Edge, Earthquake, and Heat Crash, holding the Focus Sash with its ability of Power Spot. And that is a brand new ability, 
and the ability is that this Pokemon's allies have the base power of their moves multiplied by 1.3. It's just so basically it's increased by 30%. Essentially, yeah, it's a it's a free extra stab on top of stab if you have stab. But that is Pokemon of the episode. I'm thanks, Jinji. I, I give up. I'm no longer guessing Pokemon anymore. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pixels, Pokemon, and Fun. <laughs> I. Jinji, where can they find you and Pixels Media on the interwebs? In my personal Twitter, Raging Jinji, you can follow the main show, Pixels Media, Pixels Polygons and Fun, at TPAA Podcast, and you can listen to that show wherever podcasts are found. Don't you mean ragging, Jinji? Fuck off, Odin. (laughs) (laughs) Such an old joke. Just like that, Odin's fucking gone. He's back in the hey. Odin, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at by Odin's beard. Still hasn't followed me back, SMH. Uh I haven't. I don't think you have. Um I'll take a look. I'll take a look in a little while. I could just be wrong, and I'm being confrontational because I'm sleepy. You could be. Stop being such a dick. <laughs> My dick side comes out when I'm sleepy. I don't want to know it. I don't. You're good, man. You do you. Rude. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you aren't following me back. I am? You're not. Oh, that sucks. I'll I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk so, about how Stone Turner looks like one of its? It looks like it's wearing two shoes, and one of its shoelaces are broken. No, that's true. <laughs> we can't but, talk about that. Well, that sucks because I just did. Sad. You can find me on Twitter at mm, words at Riley Tweets. That's the one. You can follow me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Riley streams. The Riley Podcast Mega Feed. Look it up on Stitcher. Look it up on Spotify. It's the center for all independently produced Riley podcasts, such as the Riley and Ian Movie Review Podcast and Largest Issue in the Galaxy. It's your one-stop shop for all your Riley podcasts. Goodness, consume it. Nom nom nom. Consume the podcasts. Bark, 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 woof, woof. Bark, bark, woof, woof. I am Doggo. Consume podcasts. Patreon.com slash podcast. Yes. Go there. Pretty please. I was gonna plug my own Patreon, but then I stopped myself and plugged the Pixels Patreon instead. Aww.
That's great. Patreon.com slash Ben Saints. Okay. It's time to end the show. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.